see me okay? Well, like I said, I'm just getting your uh, your profile picture. That's weird. So uh, we are now live with uh, podcast number one of the Clint Files, where we're addressing um, more of the uh, health side of riding, being um, fitness and all that stuff. And actually, Joe owns a site called... Uh, the Supplement Geek, correct? Supplementgeek.com. Okay. And you actually, so um, I saw that people can submit requests to you um, to have something, I guess, that they're interested in trying uh, tested. Um, I don't test them myself. I don't have a laboratory. Um, I write... Uh, unbiased, scientific-based reviews that are easy to understand for people. Okay. But I don't have a laboratory where I test them. Right. But I write very detailed reviews of, of different products. Okay. So do you um, do you try the products and that's how you um, make the reviews? No. No. It would, be, it would be impossible for me to try everything that I review. Basically, I will look at a product. I'll look at its ingredients. Um, I will deconstruct the product according to the science on its ingredients. So if a product has 10 different ingredients, I'll show you the science on each of those individual ingredients. And if possible, I'll show you the research on the product itself. And if that doesn't have any, any evidence or any research yet, I'll show you the relevant research on each and individual ingredient. And if possible, I'll even show try to show you what the active ingredient in the product is. And I do that because... Sometimes supplements are expensive. The actual ingredients can be purchased for a lot less money. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So if a product has 10 different ingredients and I find only evidence for one of them, I'd say go get only that one that one different ingredient. There you, you go. You might save, you know, 90%. Now you popped up. Um, I didn't do a darn thing. <laughs> I don't know what it was going on. Perfect. Um... Okay, cool. So uh, that's good. You have a lot of research into um, all different types of supplements. And that's kind of why I uh, decided that you would be a good person to talk to because through, I mean, I rode motocross for a long time and I've been hurt a bunch. And uh, I find that a lot of the, you know, pills that they give you, um, even if they work, uh, you have a lot of side effects to them. And um, a lot of times, I don't even think that they work all that well. And there are natural alternatives that work as good or better um, in some cases. Uh, so I figured that you would be a good person to run all that stuff by. I know that... Right. <laughs> well, you have more, uh, you know, I have a little bit of real-world experience with dealing with some of the stuff. But I think that the science behind it obviously can... Um, uh, tell us whether, you know, I'm correct or even you could, maybe you could, um, suggest another something else that maybe does the same type of thing. I know one of my biggest things for, uh, pain management and, uh, mobility and everything else is turmeric. Um, super, super. a lot of research on turmeric. 
It, 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 it does a lot of things, and I, and I would encourage you to use it. It's probably the most popular spice in America these days. Uh, it does have anti-inflammatory properties. It might have some anti-cancer properties. Um, I, I put it on oatmeal and smoothies, so I would say, yeah, keep taking it. Yeah, that's my number one, and actually, uh, so I broke my leg. I also did my knee at the same time, and um, I was taking that a bunch uh, because I read that it helped with swelling, and you know, sometimes you don't realize how much it works until you're off it, and I'd actually run out or something, and I'd stop taking it for a couple of weeks, and I noticed that I couldn't crouch down anymore. My knee was so inflamed that to try and crouch down, it hurt really bad. And within uh, a week of taking it again, I noticed I increased range of motion and less pain in my knee. Interesting. It does. I think we're still trying to understand what turmeric does. Um, I know it'll boost nitric oxide levels, which is something a lot of exercises are always interested in. Yeah. Uh, that's the people say they take a lot of pre-workout supplements because they contain some ingredients that supposedly going to raise nitric oxide. Uh, I, I never see turmeric as one of those ingredients, which I always find uh, baffling. Uh, but it, it, that may be part of the reason why it works, as it increases nitric oxide levels and it allows more blood flow uh, and, and other nutrients to get to where it's got to get to, and maybe that helps promote healing in some ways. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's a good thing. The only people who would probably say would steer clear of it are people who may have uh, – uh, kidney stones or gallbladder problems, it might actually exacerbate those conditions. But if you're, other than that, you're pretty safe herbal product. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, because I do, uh, when I'm taking it, I take a fair amount or I take it often. And um, I know that you had just done, um, or I don't know that you just did it, but I did see an article on your site that was talking about natural supplements and liver toxicity because you know like you like you addressed in there a lot of times you don't think because it's natural that it's going to adversely affect you like that right right yeah i've been noticing various supplements coming up uh red flagging for liver problems for several years and uh i i find decide let me just start putting all this stuff down on, on, on the web and so at least you'll have some big hub that we can look down and you can say, hey, this is this is red flag, this is red flag. Um, as I even said in my review, what are the odds of you or somebody else getting liver problems from some of these different products? I think probably pretty low, but if you are that person who had a liver problem or needed a liver transplant, it's a significant issue. Right. So I, I just why I decided to throw that out to people so that they knew that now, natural doesn't always mean safe for everybody. Right. Yeah, and especially, you know, uh, people get carried away, and I'm sure take, you know, 10 times what the uh, dosage is supposed to be. I mean, that's also right. the issue with natural supplements is uh, there's very little um, uh, research put into what is a lethal dose or what, you know, when you're going to have kidney failure or anything. You know, because the FDA likes to pretend like those aren't uh, feasible medicines and the only thing that they're addressing is, uh, you know, man-made chemicals. I think you locked up. Hold on. We had Joe locked up on us. We'll get him back. Yeah, they're not going to do the research. It's not, it's not going to get done yet. Um, so... Uh, 
I, I like to see the research on the products, um, and that's sometimes where we can get safety profiles and lethal doses and all that stuff. Right. Um, do you know of any? I know that uh, I also took um, uh, spirulina and chlorella uh, for the same thing. I know that it helps with immunity and also it um, helps with uh, uh, inflammation as well. Spirulina, uh, I always look at it as just another protein source. They're tiny little animals and there's some protein in them. Uh, chlorella's got some chlorophyll in it. Um, that's probably going to have some health benefits. But I, I don't think the research is totally there yet. It won't hurt anybody from as, far as, ever, as far as I've ever seen. Um, but I'd like to see more research on both of those things. You know, when it comes to immune health, um, I think sometimes the simple stuff is probably the best stuff. You know, besides washing your hands and using Purell and you know, stuff like that, but you know, get some exercise because we know that there's well over 150 years of research that shows regular exercise bolsters the immune system, bolsters anti-cancer uh, immune cells, etc., uh, and reduces their risk of the common cold and other conditions. Also, eating more fruits and vegetables. You you eat fruits and vegetables, your immune system tends to get ramped up from that. Uh, so you know, and also you know. We tend to underestimate sleep, but sleep does help the immune system. Uh, we get a nice little jolt of growth hormone uh, in the middle of the night, or usually around 12 to 4 a.m. Growth hormone helps the immune system stay healthy. So sometimes simple things uh, can, can work just as well uh, as some of the more uh, esoteric things out there. Awesome. Um, and have you uh, looked into Kratom at all? As far as yeah, the pain I relief, um, I, I sometimes say I have the only unbiased review of, of Kratom on the internet. Um, I took a look at it last year, and I update it uh, every time I see new research coming out on it. Uh, if you were just Google uh, Kratom review and supplement geek, you'd see it. Um, it's around three or four thousand words. I went through the research. Bottom line, I don't see any human research on uh, that old product right now. I'm hoping to see research. Um, I have I, I have looked at the different case reports of people who went to the hospital. Some of them um, have died uh, while taking Kratom. The problem, however, is sometimes people are taking other medications, other supplements, or they may have had other issues going on. Um, I'm not aware of, of any big human studies of, of that herbal product at this moment. Um, I wish people would do more studies on. I would love to see uh, some some industry leaders funding research on that old product. I'm sure somewhere people are discussing doing that research. It's just not there yet. Um, it, it does appear to have some interesting properties. In some doses it seems to stimulate people and in other doses it seems to calm people down. Um, but again, what are the side effects? I'm not quite sure yet. And so when people ask me about Kratom, I usually say, be careful uh, of, of some of the YouTube videos you see out there and the people saying, oh, it does this, does this. Because sometimes I'll give you dosing strategies, and I don't know where those dosing strategies come from. And so if somebody is going to experiment with, with Kratom, I usually say, go less than what people are recommending. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not something that I would experiment with. So, um, I don't think the research is there yet. So. I have uh, 
used it. So at one point I didn't have any more prescriptions for any type of pain pills. And uh, so um, I was using, I was taking Kratom for that. And uh, I mean, it doesn't obviously work like, um, you know, a Percocet or anything, but it definitely has the same sort of effect. And yeah, it is in higher dosages and a smaller dose. It kind of... Um, makes you more alert and just a little happier and then in larger doses it actually starts to work as a as a pain reliever um, the other th interesting uh, thing some that, people have said to me that you know they were trying to get off of pain medication so they're using that as a crutch to, to jump from pain medications but uh, one of the things that some had said to me is what do I do now because now I'm addicted to Kratom so yeah. again I'm not sure how to answer those questions yet well, that sounds more, and you know, maybe I'm biased or whatever, but that sounds more like a mental addiction because, at least from what I heard, and and I being obviously heard a bunch, I've taken both, and I've definitely felt, um, you know, withdrawals and bad from getting off of, uh, you know, regular pain pills, where I didn't have that with the kratom. Um, it just doesn't it doesn't work quite as you know it's not quite as strong obviously um i forgot i'm what definitely else. looking forward to the research on kratom it's a it's it's a very hot topic right now and it, it it's, it's fascinating from a biochemistry standpoint because uh, i know it does appear to be doing things so let's let's see what the future holds i'm sure there's going to be research coming out and probably most likely next year i would imagine um I, and I know the controversy with you know the DEA and all that. You know, um, I try to stay you know above a lot of that stuff, and just I just like to look at the research and go where that takes me. Yeah, um, yeah. I got uh, pulled over one time, and I had some in the car, and they gave me a ticket because it was on the drug watch list. I'm like, wait, so it's not even labeled a drug yet, and you're, so you're just gonna give me a ticket in case one day it becomes labeled as a drug? Um, but the research that I had. The research I had read on it actually where basically people were bridging the gap from taking opioids to trying to get off them was that Kratom still reacts the same way with the ends of your nerve receptors as far as being a blocker, but they don't embed themselves like an opiate does. And that's where you get the withdrawals and stuff trying to get off of the opiates is because they're, uh, you know, they linger around in your receptors longer. So it's a little, you know, it takes a a longer time for it to actually flush out of your body. Um, so yeah, I mean, a, a good uh, alternative, but like you said, you got to be careful with it. Um, and the other thing that I found really uh, interesting was uh, while I was in the hospital, they were giving me, you know, they were pumping me full of all these uh pills and stuff and then uh, and if anybody that's been in the hospital for any extended period of time from surgery they make you go to the bathroom before you can leave now they're giving me stool softeners twice a day every day while I'm in there and it doesn't seem to do anything and now after I get out of the hospital I go home and I start taking apple cider vinegar again like I was previous and back to normal how is this not a uh, how is this not recommended by anybody? You know, like they, I feel like the hospital. Yeah, I, 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 Go ahead. 
I hear you. Um, not a not a bunch of uh, well, in terms of apple cider vinegar, not a lot of but not a bunch of research on that as far as I have seen. Um, I've seen some interesting research that uh, it appears to inhibit an enzyme that may be related to gaining weight, and that's why a lot of people take apple cider vinegar for weight loss. Um, and I've also heard that it may uh, help uh, stomach problems. That kind of makes a little sense. Uh, in, in a way as well. But I, I get why they want you to be able to go to the bathroom before you go. They right. want you, you know, some of these medications will interfere with our kidneys working, and they don't want to send you away when your kidneys don't work. They don't want you know, way, way back in the hospital. Again, so. Right. Yeah. But, uh, That's why, you know, after like marathon runners, they usually tell the marathon runners, don't take any pain medications until you pee again. You know, because, uh, you know, you're dehydrated on the marathon run, right? Your kidneys working. And don't take anything like you know Advil, which could interfere with kidney function. Wow, and and I imagine uh, the fact of being um, uh, dehydrated, it's going to be like a stronger dose to to your you know uh, kidneys and liver and everything because it's not as diluted with the water in your system. That would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Awesome. Well, those were really the. Um, the uh you know things that i had taken that i had found worked really good do you have any other recommendations as far as inflammation or uh pain relief or anything like that that's on the natural side mm. well again i like turmeric uh ice and i'd also point out ice is natural so you know, <laughs> don't uh, underestimate the power of ice <laughs> yeah for sure um yeah, and I know, I, you know cold temperatures are actually getting a lot of publicity because you have those big chambers that people get in now, which, you know, for like 20 or you know, 30 seconds or so, and they, they, they cold chill down your whole body. So um, I can see where that would, uh, that, might, that might benefit. In terms of pain relief, um, well, if the um, pain is due to arthritis, I, I still think there is uh, enough evidence to recommend glucosamine sulfate for people who have osteoarthritis. Um, which again, a lot of athletes do get that. That's the, where the, the bone is grinding against the bone. There is some intriguing research on glucosamine sulfate um, that it might help reduce the pain of osteoarthritis. And I always point out glucosamine sulfate to differentiate it from glucosamine HCL. That's actually what's in most of the supplements. I don't recommend that at all because I don't see any good research on glucosamine HCL. Uh, even the government kind of said about 10 years ago, it really wasn't going to work so well. So um, I, I, I like glucosamine sulfate. For us guys, I'm not a big fan of chondroitin sulfate. Um, and not everybody believes me when I say this, but if you were to Google chondroitin sulfate and prostate cancer, you would see some intriguing test tube studies that do appear to show maybe there might be a link to prostate cancer with chondroitin. So I, I personally would, would say stick with a straight glucosamine sulfate for now. Um, not everybody agrees with me. I, I hear that, but that's one thing that I would look at. Um, fish oil, fish oil properties as well, so that, that might benefit some individuals. Um, how much? It's hard to say. Um, to get some of these benefits with fish oil, you only have to take a couple grams a day. Um, problem with that is how much fish oil if you go about three or four grams a day. Now, it, it can have some other, other side effects. It might, for instance, uh, act more like a blood thinner, which again, if you fall off your bike, you're going to bleed a little bit more. That's not so kosher. Uh, it might also perhaps raise blood sugar levels in some individuals. Um, so, now there are, you know, the fish oil definitely is something to look at. 
Um, and another well, that I don't have written down here, but um, we also riding a lot of people get um, concussions. And I know that you just mentioned fish oil, which I take all the time as well. And that actually, I think, has helped me with um, clarity of thought and uh, memory and stuff a little bit. But are there any other, um, and I know that I'm taking now um, Lion's Mane. Uh, okay. So that's basically just to, it supposedly helps um, to an extent regenerate nerves or nerve pathways. Lion's Mane. Yeah. I'm going to write it's, that one down. Yeah, it's just a mushroom. Um, but I was going to. It gonna, is a mushroom. Okay, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, did you get a lion? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Uh, yeah, so lion's mane and and um, a lot of you know mushrooms and stuff like that are supposed to help with um, regeneration of nerves and nerve pathways, uh, which I basically bought a bottle for you know a month's supply, um, and I think that. Uh, you know, I'm almost done with it, and I think to some extent I'm a little bit clearer thinking and can remember a little bit better. Um, um, mushrooms are fine food. Uh, they, they possess uh, anti-cancer properties and uh, immune-stimulating properties. So um, I, whether or not it's helping memory, I'm not sure because I haven't seen that research. I did write it down, though, uh, and in terms of concussions, I'm not aware of any of that research. Um, I, I have seen a little bit of research, again, coming back to turmeric, a um, little bit of research on turmeric helping people with dementia. Um, these are very small studies of people who have dementia, but it appears to uh, help their memory and recall. Again, very preliminary, but again, it's another reason why I would say keep taking the turmeric. But mushrooms, overall, I would say keep taking them because they have a lot of benefits, even if you know, I don't see anything on, on concussions or memory. And there may be. I just haven't seen it yet. But I am going to take a look at it. Awesome. Yeah, and, and the everything that I saw didn't necessarily um, say anything specifically about concussions, but uh, just – you know, I know I noticed it was talking about like, you know, your brain fog and this and that, which I think, you know, comes along with it. And I've uh, uh, a lot of times I didn't actually notice anything. I, I did have one concussion where I was I actually noticed afterwards. I was like, OK, that one definitely slowed me down a little bit. So I have been looking into a ton of um, anything to help you know, cognitive function and beyond that actually try and regenerate the nerve pathways because I think that's a lot of the, uh, you know, issue when you have trauma to the brain. Sure. And the good news is we can grow new brain cells. They used to say, you know, back in the eighties and, and, and before that, Oh, you can't, no, no, we, we know that you can grow brain cells. So, uh, one of the things I would say is regular aerobic exercise, we know there's an intimate relationship between brain health and heart health. So it's good for one is going to be good for the other. So that's one thing I would say, you know, take a walk, go jog and ride a, ride a bicycle, uh, something to get the heart pumping. That's good. That's definitely going to help. Um, again, how it helps, not so sure about that yet, uh, but we just know it does. Um, you know, and, and again, you have all these, these, these gaming uh, systems out there now, which are supposedly going to help our memory. Not so sure if they work or not. They can't hurt. Um, but you know, it could be 
don't necessarily have to use the proprietary thing we've all heard of, but you know, simply trying to write with your opposite hand, I would imagine could help, or taking a different route to work, um, stuff like that is probably going to help your your memory as well. Awesome. Yeah, I had a friend uh, that while he was recovering from a bad concussion, the doctor told him to play video games because, like you said, it helped his hand-eye coordination and made his brain try and think at a high level without um, there being physical consequences. Yeah, exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Another yeah, One good reason to play video games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finally yeah. one. Yes. <laughs> well, awesome. Uh I think um, I think we covered some stuff, and like even the uh, turmeric opening up your um, blood vessels and all that—that's something that I was unaware of. So that's uh, 